And we're back. Uh, coming back with a part two of the Drunk Mock Draft. We just selected another beer before I tell you what we're going to pick. Again, I am Nabil Lalani. That is Asif Lakani. This is the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. Special guests on this episode. Arsalan Lakani, Asif's cousin. It's fucking weird. One's a Y, one's a I. I don't the logo. Get it. One's logo, the logo, man. baby. We are now drinking, again, courtesy of Nat Squared, Celestial Beer Works, Fading into the Black, and Imperial Stout with Peanut Butter and Lactose. This is too much lactose on this mock, on this mock pock draft. Mock, whatever, podcast. Drunk mock draft. I'm already drunk. It's a drunk, drunk. mock draft. I'm drunk. The bill's drunk. Ursuline's getting drunk. And one of these guys is picking. I'm picking, pick. but first I'm drinking. There, God and, damn, that's a lot of peanut butter. Ah. Fading into black. They're trying it. I've already faded into wow, black. Wow, that's out. a lot of chocolate. That's a lot of peanut butter. Ooh, there's a good stench of peanut butter in here. That's a sure. lot of chocolate, a lot of peanut butter. I oh, mean, I'm, man. I'm happy we're saving this one for a little bit to warm up. Right, I mean, I would one. love to mix this with ice cream. This is like an oh, super sweet, too. Very sweet. I would love to mix it with ice cream. Very delicious. Wow. Very is- heavy, sitting at 11%, and it tastes like an 11%. Yeah. Um, almost had a spillage, but I didn't. Asif was going to jump on that, but already did. But yeah. <laughs> with the 11th pick in the Bears, Birds, and Brews Drunk Mock Draft, the New York Giants select Rashawn Slater, Northwestern. Okay. Uh, we're going to be quicker on this episode with picks just to keep no it No quarterback duel there? No Trey Lance potential there? No, 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 no. Um, so I feel like the Giants believe in the pick of Daniel Jones. They don't believe in Daniel Jones. They believe in the pick of Daniel Jones. And he has one more year to prove himself. But they want to make sure they give him the best opportunity. They already have the tight end in Evan Ingram. They signed Kyle Rudolph. They got Kenny Galladay as their number one. They got John Ross as a potential number two. And John Ross isn't bad. He's just not healthy. What about Darius Slayton? Darius Slayton's there. Yeah. They, they have other wide receivers. They have weapons. Saquon Barkley's coming David back. Ingram. Saquon Barkley's coming back. You got to keep Daniel Jones upright. You got to make sure when he runs those 80 yards, someone holds him up. And that's Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater will do that for you. Okay. And that's right. my pick. All right, so we'll move on to their division rival, which is the Philadelphia Eagles, who got in this 12th spot by trading back with the Miami Dolphins. Yep. So with the 12th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina. I I also just want to make the caveat, if this was a regular draft and Trey Lance and Mac Jones were both available, the Eagles would most likely take Trey Lance or Mac Jones, probably Trey Lance. But in this situation, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, but what are you saying? I, I I don't I don't see the Eagles being as quarterback hungry as the rest of the league yeah. do, does. Um, I feel like uh, they are they're rolling the dice with uh, what's his name? What's the uh, Jalen Hurts? Yeah, Jalen Hurts. They're rolling the dice with Jalen Hurts. He proved uh, that he definitely has some potential, and and come to be, I don't necessarily see. Uh, Mac Jones or Trey Lance having a better collegiate career that uh, then uh, well maybe Mac Jones right but what what Jalen Hurst proved during his collegiate career if he can translate to the NFL I mean he has just as much potential as the other two and, yeah. and you just got him last yeah. year yeah You're, it's not like it's a second round pick as well. second yeah. round picks are high value yeah so I I think you stick with what you got you have a huge huge hole at cornerback. If you even want to be competitive, you need to fill that hole. I so, mean, J.C. Horn. You mean, you mean yeah, cornerback too? Because they still got Slayton. I mean, corner, Slay, Darius Slay. Cornerback. Yeah, they got Darius Slay. At the they corner. they lost somebody to the they, to the Patriots this year. But they still got Darius Slay at uh, cornerback one. Yeah, they they do have cornerback. They have Darius Slay cornerback. Uh, but Jalen Mills maybe. Yeah, they they lost somebody. They lost uh, Jalen Mills exactly. They lost Jalen Mills to the Patriots. Um, I see this as. That's well, something that I mean, that's an, well, he's an upgrade over Jalen Mills in general. But. I'll also say you got C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and now Curtis Samuel in that division as well. I mean, yeah. there are off, there are weapons being added to your competition. You got to do something about it. Uh, I also, yeah, I also think he's the best player available at this point. If you don't include quarterbacks, uh, as I'm not doing uh, with my reasoning, I, I J.C. Horn, 4.3, he's, he's so, a stud, man. 
Well, I'll make this easy because even if there is a quarterback on the board, the next team already has its quarterback of the future. Number 13. Justin Herbert. Number 13, so at, at Chargers. Number 13, the Los Angeles Chargers are actually going to take Christian Barrymore. Or, sorry, Christian Darisaw, the uh, tackle from Virginia Tech. Right? They got the same name on the board here. But, um, yeah, the Chargers need an offensive tackle. They need offensive line help. you got to protect your investment in Herbert. I would love, I would love, love, love to see the Chargers take Rashad Bateman here. However, sitting out a year, I don't know if it helps his case because you don't know what he can do. However, um, there are offensive talent all throughout the NFL. Free agency, undrafted draft, other picks, other rounds. But a top five uh, offensive tackle, you know, or a top five power conference offensive tackle you got to take the guy if he falls into your lap. So for the Chargers, it's very easy. Christian Darius Hall, number 13. Some argue that he's potentially better than Slater, but that's to be seen. All right. That is to be seen. I believe I'm up, and um, I'm picking for my division rival, the Minnesota Vikings. And um, I'm going to go off the board. I'm going to go crazy. Well, I'm going to go on the board. It's actually on the board, not off the board. Um, I think they have to do this if it's available. The Vikings are going to take, out of North Dakota State, Trey Lance. They have to. If, for some reason, hypothetically speaking, Trey Lance is sitting at 14 with all the question marks always, always surrounding Kirk Cousins and them wanting to get out of Kirk Cousins' contract, but what's the best way to get out of Kirk Cousins' contract without getting his replacement, right? Uh, Trey Lance can actually sit behind Kirk Cousins for a year. Can sit behind Kirk Cousins for two years. It doesn't matter. You're paying. I mean, it, it's it's a Matt Ryan situation, but a lower draft pick. Um, and this could also be the pick that saves Mike Zimmer's job. So Trey Lance just makes sense to the Vikings. I mean, he, he already looks like a Viking. If you actually look at him hard enough. I I I just feel like there's always that one quarterback that falls. Yeah. And in our in our scenario, there's two Mac Jones, but Mac Jones was never projected to exactly. be that high till recently. Exactly. But I feel like Trey Lance has the most potential of falling. I mean, we know the first two are a lock, but I think yeah. out of Justin Field and, and Trey Lance, if there's yeah. one quarterback that will fall, it will be Trey Lance. Yeah. So. Right. But, but but Trey Lance going to the Vikings, it makes sense. Absolutely. If he's there at 14, you're just getting great value at that point. Speaking of quarterback. Well... The New England Patriots definitely need one. At 15, they will be very, very happy to take Mac Jones. Just makes sense. Just just makes a lot of sense based on value at what you're getting. Nick um, Saban, Bill Belichick. I yeah, mean, he's, he's a winner. He's a proven winner. He's going to. Uh, I will say, if you take Tom Brady's picture from the NFL draft and you take Mac Jones' picture from the NFL draft, they might have the same, yeah. like, beer belly. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, I think Mac Jones is going to translate into a quarterback that makes very few mistakes in the NFL. I'm not going to call him a game manager. That's not fair to him. I think he definitely has the ability to make a lot of these throws that need to be made in order to be more than a game manager. I just I don't ever see him as being that elite quarterback. Right. Now, the New England Patriots got amazing years out of Tom Brady. Yeah. But they would have still been a great team without so, Tom Brady so being. So w- one caveat to your statement, I will say, is that if you look at Mac Jones and you look at Matt Ryan coming out of college, a lot of similarities. Right. The only thing is Matt Ryan played in the NFL and he looks successful. What's going to happen? Now, what we're not counting in the factor right now is a Josh McDaniels factor. And I think Josh McDaniels can – Put Mac Jones in a, in a situation to succeed. I think Mac Jones, his best trait as a quarterback his, is his work ethic. From what I've heard, it, the guy is like a junkie about football. He is all about football. He is all in, first in, last out. And that's what you need at the ne- next level to succeed. But unfortunately, he just doesn't have the physical traits to be, for me, to consider him he, as He doesn't a look like a modern-day quarterback, right. which is fine. You don't have to look like a modern-day quarterback. The one thing that I would look at with Mac Jones is his release time. And the thing is, I believe, and the thing is, I haven't looked this up, so I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about. But playing in the SEC, you have to have a good release time. Yeah. Now, also, his wide receivers, though, on the other end, are running wide open down the field because they are – 
probably the two best wide receivers. Well, he didn't play in with football. Waddle for much this year. He but played, the year before he yeah. did. Yeah. When he played with Devontae Smith this year. He still looked pretty solid. Yeah. But they normally Alabama doesn't really play a lot of competition until it comes to the playoffs. Exactly. Anyways. And also you have two elite tackles, so that's the only thing that's kind of questionable. But at the same time, I'm not going to hold it against him to play on a good team, right? You can't hold it against Tom Brady for playing on a great Patriots right. team. Right. He still went down to Tampa and he did what he did. You can say it's him on Mac Jones, so let's see what happens. But I believe the Cardinals are up, and I believe so I choose The up. Cardinals are on the clock with the number 16 pick in the drunk mock draft. They're going to select Quiddy Pay, the edge rusher from Michigan. Ooh, wow. 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 Go, now, going, going to the third sheet. Third so sheet. Here, here's the thing about Quiddy Pay. Okay, this guy has improved every year that he's been – in Big Ten football, which is a good sign, I guess, if you want to translate it to the next level. One. Two, he's played with Jim Harbaugh, who has NFL credentials. So he kind of, you would think that he's kind of groomed to fit in well with the program. Now, when you look at the Cardinals, he's a raw, you know, he he's an improving player. And you look at that division, you got Russell Wilson. Now you got Matt Stafford. And you might have Justin Fields. So you need somebody who's going to be able to get after the quarterback and when you're the Cardinals, you already have the best offense in football. I mean, not the best offense in football, but you have a great uh, team in Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. And they added a couple more players in the offseason. And obviously, you got J.J. Watt. So what better for J.J. Watt to teach a young guy like Quiddy Pay, who can come in, is teachable, and has the opportunity to succeed very early on, again, against elite competition in the division already. So for me... And also, Arizona was literally a technicality out of the playoffs last year. When you're in that position, you have the luxury to take a luxury pick and take a guy who you say, hey, it's not the best player available, it's not what we need, or it, it's not what we need, but it's the best player available, and we can do that and work him into the system. For me, I think it's a perfect fit. So, Quiddy Pay from Michigan to the Cardinals at number 16. All right. That's what I got. So at seventeen, we got the Raiders. The Raiders, Oakland Raiders. It's the Vegas Raiders now. Don't nope, forget. Oakland Raiders. Always Oakland in my mind. <laughs> Sitting at seventeen, um, John Gruden's always looking for the next quarterback. There ain't really a quarterback on the board, but the dude loves offense. So I believe he's gonna go to the next thing, best thing for a quarterback, which is uh, Rashard Bateman. Out of uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Now, I'm not going to act like I know a lot about this guy, but he's a big body wide receiver. Big dude. Shifty, apparently. Route runner, that's pretty good. So, I and mean, Again, I think he did sit out last season due to COVID. Did he? Uh, I believe he is the one who did sit out. So, it's, it's a matter of, like, if he was playing – he might be in a different position. You might have your top three or four wide receivers look differently because of this. Or you might still have this guy say, like, hey, he's he's right where he's supposed to be. He's a first-round talent. He's always been a first-round talent. And now he's just got one less year of wear and tear on his body. It's great for a team like the Raiders who, again, you have Darren Waller. You got Josh Jacobs. You got some quarterbacks. You know, it, you have you have the luxury of taking more luxury on yeah, to your roster. Definitely. Right? Uh, with the next pick, we do have the Dolphins. Now, remember, the Dolphins did pick in our first episode. Uh, can you remind our listeners who they picked, Ursulon? The Dolphins picked Jamar Chase. So they went offense, and uh, I actually made that pick for the Dolphins. So... They hit a home run on Jamar Chase. I'm anticipating that. I mean, coming out of college. Are they going to get another LSU wide receiver in Terrence Marshall, maybe? I, I don't think so. I think they have to address the defense this time. I think they're going to go with Aziz Ojulari out of Georgia. The edge rusher, he is possibly the most complete edge rusher in this draft. Um, he, he can get to the quarterback, but I think he's also has a good twitch uh, to be able to, to stop the run. Um, and really just, you know, all around a solid player. Um, I, I don't necessarily think he is wowing anybody uh, from his game film, but I do feel like he is going to become that rotational player that is going to stay on a roster and, and in the NFL for a very long time. So you're getting into the mid-rounds. Um, you may not get the star, but as long as you're getting a, a, a good rotational player, that's that's a win in my eyes. So 
Aziz Ojulari it is. Aziz and sorry? <laughs> no, Go man. Dogs, he got right? canceled. He got canceled. <laughs> Go dogs. Okay, so uh, at number 19, the Washington football team. Three, I would love – I mean, it says, you know, we know they need a quarterback. I mean, they got Ryan Fitzpatrick, which was great. But typically when you bring Ryan Fitzpatrick in, you know that that's not your long-term solution, unfortunately, for him. I would love for the Washington football team team to take Kyle Trask here. However, I just think when you got Ron Rivera, you've got some quarterbacks on the roster. You just got Curtis Samuel. So maybe your quarterback situation isn't all that bad, especially when you got Tyler Heineke, your high school classmate. You know, oh, yeah. uh, you you might not be you might no not be Eagles, baby. A Call bad place. So because of Ron Rivera and Mika Parsons being off the board, I gotta go Jeremiah Owu Karomo Karoma Karomoa. His name is not Corona, bro. <laughs> All right, Mister Not Corona from Notre Dame, the linebacker, going to to the Washington football team again. Ron Rivera's there. He's been great for linebackers in his career. You got to take the next best linebacker off the board if you're Ron Rivera, especially because you need one. So why not just go with the second best one available? All right. Now, well, you're probably asking why we're playing that, that jingle again. as well because the Bears are on the board, and this is a Bears podcast, and a Falcons and a Beer podcast, but it's mainly a Bears podcast. And um, with the 20th pick, the Chicago Bears are going to select... Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Now, we're going a little late on the PFF um, Top 100, but I will say that um, in other other drafts, he is ranked a lot higher, and I've seen him mock to the Bears multiple times. This is someone that... Will, he's a tackle. He's a tackle, offensive tackle. I apologize, by the way. He's an offensive tackle. Um, this is someone that the Bears could probably plug and play at right and eventually move to left. Now, this is caveat to change because there has been a rumor out there right now that the Bears are going after Orlando Brown Jr. from the Baltimore Ravens as part of a package deal with Anthony Miller. Now, of course, it'll probably cost a third or a second or a lot of stuff with Anthony Miller. So if we do get Orlando Brown at some point before this podcast does drop, just slide in my DMs and I'll let you know what the actual pick is going to be. But um, in terms of this, Tevin Jenkins at tackle, I mean, he's going to be – it seems like he's the safe tackle, probably a right tackle. You could maybe stretch him to a left. I do think that he's a good fit. And yes, you could have gone with Walker Little from Stanford. With um, Dylan ran something from North Dakota State. But at the same time, you know, you would rather go with a, a team from a, from a pass-first offense with Oklahoma State that just, you know, you know what you're getting. You're getting someone who can pass block, and that's what the Bears really need. I think it's a solid pick for them. It's, it's one of their needs for sure. And uh, they have to address some of their offensive line woes. I mean, it's, it's not all... It's not all Mitch Trubisky. Uh, you've got a new quarterback this year. You gotta keep, yeah, yeah. The Bills' favorite player in this entire NFL. Andrew Dalton. The, the, the red-headed assassin. Andrew Dalton. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's a good pick. It's, it's not sexy, but over time, it, it works, man. Ursula, you took the words out of, my, out of my mouth. Not sexy, but it's kind of what you need. You got to go for it, right? Yeah, you have to. Um, and so, knowing Bears fans, they'll probably not be happy with uh, it. No, Bears, smart Bears fans will be happy with it. Um, I will say we just did crack another beer. Well, I did because I drink a lot. This is courtesy of Ursula again. It is a Mexican chocolate Yeti Imperial Stout from Yeti Brewery. Great divide um, out in Denver. Okay. Yeah, it's actually one of the beers I picked up when I was in Colorado in December. And, it's a uh, big boy, too. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to share it with these guys, but I luckily I saw it in one of my uh, local package stores, and, uh, of course, I had it's, to bring it. It's one of those uh, Mexican uh, chocolate beers with a little bit of kick to it. Mm-hmm. It's great. There's like a little bit of spiciness to it. Love it. Speaking of spicy. Ooh. We're going to go with the Indianapolis Colts, who made the playoffs last year. They did. With Phillip Rivers. But now but they now, got Carson Wentz. They've got Carson Wentz. They've got a shiny new quarterback. But what they still need is a cornerback. 
So we're going to go with Greg Newsom from wow. Northwestern, cornerback. Very, very smooth player. When you look at him, you kind of know he's built to play the quarterback cornerback position. Um, some of that, some of that has to go with the the guy just knows how to you know you know uh, step back, stick with his receiver. Um, so I, I think it's a it's definitely a position that they need. Um, they have a good front seven. They need to build that back end and continue to build that back end. They could go with a receiver here. They definitely need it. I just don't think there's enough talent. Well, they left. got Michael Pittman and T.Y. Hilton coming back. You could probably grab yeah. a receiver in the second round. Um, I am going to say that if I did not have the Bears taking Tevin Jenkins, I did have them taking Greg Newsom. Um, if if the Bears somehow do get Orlando Brown, Greg Newsom is my guy, especially with us losing Kyle Fuller. Or if we don't get a quarterback, but that's a whole other story. Uh, not to rain on your uh, Indian, Indianapolis Colts. Play. Hey, man. Do you think Do you think this guy playing in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship game gives him a boost in his stock because the GM and the coaches from that team have probably seen him play? And, I mean, Northwestern did do well against Ohio State, so they probably got a close I, look at him and say, hey, I, I think everyone knows that he's a awesome collegiate corner. I think everyone knows. I mean, he's playing against – Top elite elite competition every every week. Um, do I think that what he did in the Big Ten game made a difference? I mean, it always does when you're when you play well in the biggest game. It always makes a difference, right? But at the same time, I think he was a first round pick, regardless. Oh, that. for sure. It's just I guess if you're the Colts, you're saying, "Yo, this guy is available. We've the, seen him." I, I don't think the fact that he did it in the Colts stadium makes any difference. Okay, that that's pretty much what I was. Yeah, getting I don't at. think the fact that he did it in the Colts stadium makes any difference. Okay, well that's why there's three GMs in on this episode. And with the next pick, I'm just going to go to the next pick. Are we good with the next yeah, pick? Oh, yeah. So, so with the go. next pick, the Titans are actually going to select Elijah Moore, wide receiver from Ole Miss. Now, wow. you might be saying, okay, you got Asante Samuel Jr. on the board. You got a couple other needs on I the like board. It. However, what you don't have is you don't have Arthur Smith anymore. So your offense may not be as efficient as it was last year. One. Two, how do you compensate for that? Okay, more talent always helps, right? Two, you still got Derrick Henry, who, if you see his off-season workouts, looks like he's unstoppable because those off-season workouts are amazing. They make me want to work out. But really, it's a matter of you lost Corey Davis, you lost John New Smith. You got to replace those weapons somehow. And like you said, you're a playoff team last year, right? So how do you, how do you elevate your play to the next level? And I think um, if you're the Titans, you just add more weapons to what? To King Henry. Give King Henry more uh, decoys and give King Henry more reliability on the offensive side. You know, he's a slot receiver, which, hey, that a couple possessions, a couple catches in the game. If this guy goes four for 72 yards and a touchdown and is reliable for that in the game, that could literally change your whole game right there. And then that's just one game. Then the next week you plan on that, and then it could become bigger and better. And, again, you have to replace some weapons you lost. So I think for the Titans, because he's on the board, that's where you got to go. And guess who he went to college with? A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. There you go. See, yeah, and they already have a wide receiver. Thank you. Thank you. So that's the other part. It's a matter of, like, okay, you have one. You have to build on that foundation of you got great wide receiver, great running back. Um I and think I'm allergic to, to the bullshit of that pick. No, he's he's allergic to that pick for sure. I see that. But um, go ahead and uh, set yourself up because you're up next, man. So, uh, with the 23rd pick, the New York Jets via the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Urs, please remind the listeners who the Jets took in the first round. The Jets took the strong arm, Zach Wilson, the next Aaron Rodgers potentially. Ironically, I picked, I made that pick as well. I yeah, mean, you did the same thing with the I, other one. It's I think weird. I, I think I planned this. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I mean, it just worked out that I, way. Whatever. So the Jets are going to select Christian Barrymore. Now I know what you're saying. What the fuck is Christian Barrymore? Well, he's the best available player on the board, and the reason why I'm going with Christian Barrymore is because he's a defensive lineman from Alabama. Now, defensive lineman from Alabama. They're not going to be amazing in the NFL. But you know what they're going to do? They're going to have a 10-year career. They're going to be consistent, and they're going to take care of their – they're going to do their job. And that's a play – that's a safe pick. 
Now, the thing is, when you go risky as balls with your first pick at the number two, you want to make sure you at least get a safe pick at 23 for someone that you know is going to be in the league for a while. And that's what this kid's going to be. Well, they also have uh, Quentin Williams from Alabama, the defensive tackle, the one who's famous for a two. Bless me. Thank me. Yeah, you there you remember go. that one? Yep. yep. So there you go. Pair him up with another defensive You, you got Ala, 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 Alabama. Yeah, man. And and I don't know about that that statement about Alabama defensive linemen. They've got a couple in uh, couple down in uh, Washington. Washington. Yeah, they do. I mean, they're, yeah. They're, they're pretty solid. They're, I mean, they're solid. They're solid. I mean, but the thing is, like, when you think of Alabama linemen, like, yes, they're not. they're always good, but they're not usually elite. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, because they play with some great talent. Okay, yeah. so it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. 24. 24. And I – okay, so a little bit of background on this pick is they just lost Bud Dupree to mm-hmm. the Tennessee Titans. Before Bud Dupree got hurt last year, I feel like the Steelers were a different team um, because they had T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree, and that was a dynamic duo, and they were just their defense just looked different. But since they lost Bud Dupree, I think they were just never the same team, and everything just kind of went downhill for them. Uh, so with this pick, I'm going to take Jason Owe, Penn State. Jason Owe had zero sacks last year. Okay. That's exactly why I'm taking him. No, so the thing about Jason Owe is he was he has more potential than he had production. Now, he had a pro day that was probably one of the best pro days that any of these prospects could have had. He shot himself up the draft boards. And with this pick, I think they give the since they already have TJ Watt, I don't think there is of an immediate need at edge, but if you can take a player and hit a home run here, man, you're you're looking good for the Steelers in terms of their front seven. You still have Cameron Hayward, you got TJ Watt, and if Jason Owe pans out, man, that's that's gonna be the rebuild defense that we saw earlier in the season last year. The one that went eight and zero, I think, that went all the way to eight and zero, rather than the one that we saw later in the season in the playoffs. So Jason Owe is the pick. All right. Okay. Any, any thoughts on that? No, no, solid pick, solid okay. pick. I mean, the Steelers' defense is what they're known for. It fits yeah. right in, right? So I'm done with that. So this, Jaguars are back on the board. Uh, Urs, can you remind the listeners who the Jaguars took in the first round? They took a putter. By the name of Trevor Lawrence, who's actually a quarterback. Who could probably play and, every position in the NFL. And again, ironically enough, Asif was the one who picked the number one pick. So these double-A picks are happening with the same people every time. Well, you're not going to change GMs in the middle of the draft. That's very true. This is true. <laughs> and, but I was surprised you. I told you at the end of the last episode we got some surprises. So this might be a reach. However, I do think it's a very real possibility, especially when you look at our board right now. With the 25th pick in the Bears, Birds, and Brews drunk mock draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to select Travis Etienne, the running Woo! back out of Clemson. I, I knew Asif was going to make that pick. I Bro, I don't, even, I don't even see him on my page, Ursula dude. set me up for this failure slash success. Jeez, you're going to 42, Here, Here's Etienne. why, okay? Here's why. The Jaguars just got a lot of great pieces on defense. One, they got Shaquille Griffin for a long-term You're contract. fired. So that, that's important, You're right? fired. What? You're fired. Okay, that's fine. They got Shaquille Griffin. They got a safety. They got a defensive tackle. And they got Marvin Jones, right? But what, is, <laughs> but what does Trevor Lawrence need? He needs somebody you who's a weapon. You could have gotten him at 30, 32. They could have got him I mean, at 33. 33. But, okay, but what I see with Travis Etienne is the same thing you saw with Calvin Ridley. A few years ago, the Falcons took him at 18 because he was the best player available at the time. Calvin really has evolved into a young star who's an elite offensive talent. What does Urban Meyer know? He knows elite offensive talent. You might hate the pick. Trevor Lawrence is going to love the pick. Urban Meyer is going to love the pick. So, again, that's the pick right there. It's... Number 42 off the board, the best player off the board. Number 42 at 25. Hey... It's going to happen. You know why? Because it makes the most sense. No. Okay? It makes you the make most sense. no sense. All right. It makes the most sense. Okay. Hey, all right, all right. We're, we're, we'll, we'll get over that pick. Hopefully the Jaguars do too. But I will say, 
It's definitely a reach, but but the Jaguars are trying to have a dynamic offense. They uh, who's their running back right now? They, Dude, literally, they, they, he was the best yeah, rookie he was running, a good back. running back. He was, he was what's that? Jason James Robinson? Well, Robinson, yeah, yeah, something Robinson. Darius Denario Robinson. And you know where they got him? You know where they got him in the seventh fucking round. You don't draft running backs high. <laughs> yeah, Etn is. It might be worth it. I will say... But he's more than a running back. He's a pass What is he? He's a pass what catching What is he? Does he blow Trevor Lawrence? What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, yeah. He's a pass catching running back. I, he got so is rookies. the running back they have. I, I like ETN. I don't like him to the Jags. I think the Jags need... Why did you just have the help? Carolina Panthers take him? Uh, because they, oh, yeah. because you're the GM for that team and you pick somebody else. That's your fault. <laughs> Jesus. That's you should have taken a number one overall. Right, I'm going to cross ETN off you, my list. You better list. switch your pages like I've five. Gotta, I've got to find him. He's all the way towards the end. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Woo. All Surprises right. galore. They're it's not a surprise. Come. It's a shock. There are more to come. Don't worry. God damn. All right. <laughs> on that note. We're on the Cleveland Browns. All right, Cleveland Browns. Number Browns 26. like the beer that we're drinking right now. Very brownie. Yes, we are. I actually just poured myself some more of this peanut butter uh, stout because it warmed up a little bit. I'm going to – I'll give you guys a review after my pick. So, with the number 26 pick in the Bears, Birds, and Brews NFL Drunk Mock Draft, the Cleveland Browns should go best player available. But – with the animosity with OBJ, is he going to stay there long term or not? They're going to go with the person OBJ gave money two years ago with Terrence Marshall from LSU wide receiver. Three LSU wide receivers on one Cleveland Browns team. It's going to be insane in the membrane. That's exactly what you need to not have drama. In your locker room. Oh, don't worry. Baker Mayfield will handle them. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, did you see this video? I, I keep trying to share this Instagram account with you guys, but it deletes everything. But apparently, the Ravens did a line shift on the Browns last year. Oh, you said that's cute. That's fucking cute, guys. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. That's, that's Baker Mayfield, who's up for a contract extension relatively soon. Yep. Looks like he'll probably earn it, especially with Terrence Marshall as his... Rookie wide receivers making him look good. And I also stuff. feel like I just stole Ursulong's pick at 27. No, no, that's that's not it. That 27 is my pick, but I am not taking a receiver here. Although I would have loved to take for a receiver Ra- as, uh, you know, for the Baltimore Ravens. They need it. They really do need it really bad. And I've uh, been a proponent of them trying to trade for one. Uh, but I just don't think the value is there with how the draft has fallen up to this point. But the value is definitely there at safety. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go ahead and take the best safety in this draft. That is Trayvon Morick from TCU. Makes sense. No, I, I was this close to take him. I was this yeah. close to taking him, but I was just like, it's a Browns thing to take a wide receiver over best player available. Now, now, this cringes me because for whatever reason, I have this weird hope that he will fall to the second and the Falcons could potentially trade up or get him in the second somehow or maybe jump back into the late first and get him. But I've got to be realistic. He's a first-round talent. He doesn't get past the Baltimore Ravens, who just uh, cut ties with Earl Thomas. Um, they obviously, And his brother? Yeah. They, well, or his brother? Yeah, you know my brother, right? Really? Google Earl Thomas and his brother. It's a fun story. Oh, wow. No, I, I I I'm a little drunk right now, but I know I've heard this story I'll, before. I'll have to, I'll have to do that one. But Google, I, everyone, Google Earl Thomas and his brother when you have a free time, free like a, like a good five minutes, maybe when you're on the shitter. Yeah, that's a good story for that. It's probably it's probably in the toilet somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> something. But but they haven't been the same. They've been trying to uh, figure out that safety position since Ed Reed. They had um, you know Eric Waddle for a little bit or Weddle for a little bit. And then they filled it with, uh, you know, Earl Thomas. They need stability there. That's how their defense runs. So Trayvon Morick hopefully provides that stability for them. Okay. So now it's the Saints at number 28. I hate the Saints. And I'm actually going to hate this pick. You need to go to the last page to make this pick. This is where you take Travis and TN. <laughs> okay. Well, they already have Alvin Kamara, who I think is like Alvis, Travis Etienne-like. But he got him in the third round. Right. But 
If you could take Travis Etienne in the first, I mean, it, Alvin Kamara in the first round now, you probably would, right? No, I wouldn't. Okay, well, either way, I think the New Orleans Saints are actually going to take Kyle Trask at quarterback. Whoa! In the number first eight. round? In the first round. Because Bro, how am I going to paper cut from switching this many pages? Hey, look, man, okay, I, I know very little about this game. However, what I do know is that when you need a quarterback, you don't really have a true quarterback one in New Orleans right now, right? Because you got a phantom contract. Nabil, your words. It is a phantom uh, contract. From last week's episode with, with Taysom Hill, who we know isn't a true QB number one. Uh, Jameis Winston kind of not proving himself in that system. But you're also in salary cap hell. So what, what better could you do for your system than get a cheap quarterback who could potentially be your starter right. in year one? And, I mean, it, he's right there for you late first round. It makes the most sense. Contrast to New Orleans. Plus, you already got Sam Darnold, Matt Ryan, and Tom Brady in the division for at least the next two years. Maybe it makes sense to have three quarterbacks on the roster, but I don't see Taysom Hill as a quarterback. He was listed as tight end last year in, in most NFL. fantasies. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, he's he's an X factor. He's I don't necessarily think he is a, a traditional quarterback. So, if you want to, you know, you know, roll the dice and potentially. Go I also call. think Kyle Trask has what it takes yep. to be successful at the next yeah, level. Yeah, and that what it takes is Kyle Pitt. So, <laughs> that's, hey, that's, well, you got Alvin Kamara, you got uh, you got that other receiver. So. Hey, you just took away the Falcons' second round draft pick. So, yeah. hey, well, I'm not on the clock. The Packers are on the clock, which means well, why are we take. picking for our enemies and our team? I don't understand. You have to. You have to, man. You have to it wasn't. Even, this player. was not even planned. Slash, <laughs> I know what they need, right? They need a quarterback. Contrast is available. So, you might as well take with him. the 29th pick, the Packers are going to obviously select a quarterback, right? <laughs> That's exactly what they need to do. Um, no, but honestly, if they don't want... By Aaron, the way, I need you to answer this in Jeopardy style. Oh. Please. Um, if... The Packers don't want Aaron Rodgers to be on Jeopardy forever. With a 29th pick, the Packers select who is Ronald Moore from Purdue. It is Ronald, right? Rondale. 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 Rondale Moore from Purdue. Now, I know you're saying he can't pronounce his name. How is he picking him? Well, he's a top wide receiver on the board. And at this point, if we go at this point last year... Literally at this draft pick, if the Packers would have selected oh, the top wide receiver on the board at that point, they would have gotten Justin Jefferson. But they didn't. And the Packers were literally one wide receiver away from the Super Bowl last year. So at this point, if they want to keep Aaron Rodgers happy, you got to get a wide receiver. And Rondale Moore is going to be the guy. Uh, he has, I mean, he, he has the intangibles, 4.29 second 40. He's fast. He's jump high. His name is Moore. What else do you want? You don't. You can't ask for more. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm that guy. Um, all right. So the Bills are on the clock. Now I really wanted to go sexy pick here because sexy. it's a mock. I really sexy want Rexy. to go sexy, but I I don't want to get yelled at by the Bill like like Awesome just did. So hey, they're college I'm not, teammates. I'm not, wait, wait, wait. Can you tell me your sexy pick? I won't my, yell. My sexy pick would have been Najee Harris. Um, I mean, it, that's, that's not my pick, but that's my, my sexy pick. Um, I feel like, you know, they are a playoff team. They can maybe afford to do it. But that's not who I'm taking. I'm taking actually one of my favorite players in this draft who opted out last year but was a monster off the edge the year before. Uh, and that's Gregory Rousseau from Miami, edge rusher. This guy had 15 and a half sack, if I'm not mistaken, 16 sacks. But guess who he was second to in all of college football? The number two pick last year. Oh, uh, Washington. Uh, yeah. Chase Young? Chase Young. Chase Young. Chase Young was the only guy who had more sacks than Gregory Rousseau in not last year, but the year before. So obviously we didn't get to see what he could do uh, last year because he did opt out. But the kind of potential he has, the kind of measurables he has, I mean, he's a freakish athlete. So if he's here at number 30, you've got to take him. And on a, on a team that is already fairly stacked and a playoff team, made it to the AFC Championship last year, man, this, this could be a great pick for them.
Fair enough. Okay. Any other thoughts on that, the bro? Um, turnover chain. Turnover chain. Do you? No, I mean, I would say of all the names I knew of Miami last year, Rousseau was the guy who, like, that's the guy. Yeah, that's like that's the leader of their defense. So I'll go ahead and go with my number thirty first pick in the Bears, Birds, and Brews junk mock draft. I'm gonna actually go with Dylan Radance, the tackle from North Dakota State. Let him know who you're picking for. Oh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Sorry, did I not say that? You did not. The, the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna take Dylan Radance, tackle from North Dakota State. So now you know that he has played with a good quarterback in Trey Lance, who obviously isn't Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes-esque because that's what everybody's trying to be nowadays. At the Senior Bowl last year, or not even last year, and a couple months ago, uh, this guy had the highest grade of anybody at the Senior Bowl, at least at his position, and he's also an athlete. So what better to have to back up an athlete at quarterback than a tackle, especially when Eric Fisher is out. Um, and he's been Open cut. There. So no. you got to replace that Number spot, one. and you need somebody who's athletic to protect Patrick Mahomes, who's an athletic quarterback, a top-ten quarterback right now. Especially with them losing Eric Fisher and their other tackle. I don't know if you said that earlier. Yeah, yeah, I walked away for a second. Yeah, so I just said that. The bill just reiterated what I said. So while Travis Etienne might have not been the best pick for the Jaguars, this pick certainly no, it, it makes definitely sense. makes sense. They have to take a tackle. Certainly I mean, Kansas look, State we Chiefs. saw what Mahomes could do without a tackle. It's literally throwing on this, throwing like a shortstop. But back to back plays. Yeah. They they just cut Eric Fisher. I don't know if you already said that. Yeah, but yeah. they just they just <laughs> did. No, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Eric Fisher has been cut. In case you didn't hear, it, within the last bum, minute and bum, thirty bum, seconds, bum. three times. Yeah, Eric Fisher has been cut. So the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take a tackle. Breaking news. This is the drunk mock draft. All right. They're drunk. I'm done. What's With up? wait, wait, wait. So. We, we have picks still left. We still have four more picks to go, so d- d- don't shoot your load before it's done. Um, and we'll decide the last four picks in a minute because I, w- I know what team I want to pick for. But we'll decide that left. But we do have the NFL Super Bowl champion, champion. Buccaneers. Huh? The champion. Champ, champ. Champion. Chimpanzee? When we're drunk, it's the Bucks. Okay. The Bucks. The Bucks select... Now, what you're thinking? What are they thinking? Kadarius Tooney from Florida. Woo. Look, wow. I'll tell you one thing. We see Tom Brady with weapons. Tom Brady with weapons is very, 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 very good. Now, you just franchised Chris Godwin. You don't know what's going to happen with that. You're probably not going to sign him. Uh, Kadarius Tooney is a very explosive player. Out of Florida, yes, Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts, say what you want to say. At the same time, you put him with Tom Brady, who is Kyle Trask times a million and a half. I think Tooney will be doing fine in, uh, on the Buccaneers. I, I saw I saw some of his uh, pro day. Obviously, I was watching Kyle Pitts. Uh, but, I mean, I think he did himself more than potentially Kyle Pitts did because of the fact that we knew what Kyle Pitts was going in. But Tooney... I mean, he had himself a day. Yeah. So yeah. he could potentially go as high as first round. And, and you make a lot of sense with, you know, Chris Godwin potentially not being there for much longer. Exactly. So we, you thought we were going to end it here. You thought we were going to do that. I thought we were going to end it. Yeah, I know. Everyone thought that. I'm calling an audible. So we got three teams that did not, pick, did not have a draft pick. Houston Texans, Los Angeles Rams, and the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Uh, Ursulon was nice enough, or I think he's still trying. I'm not sure yet to find out what their first available pick is. Urs, do you know? I'm looking at the second round, and I'm not seeing. The I'm Houston pretty pick. sure they all have a third round pick. I'm yeah. pretty sure Houston's second round pick. So is on Seattle the has a pick in the second round. In the second round, and it's 56. 56. Okay, I'm gonna give that one to Asif. Oh man. Okay. Well. Well, wait. We're gonna have to find out. Um, because I'm taking Houston's pick. I don't care what it is. The Rams have which pick? The Rams also have a third round pick. 88. 88. Ooh, that's far. That's going to Urs. And Houston has which pick? Wait, Rams have a second round pick. 57. Sorry. 57. That's going 57. to Urs. 
I'm pretty sure Ur, I'm pretty sure Houston does not have a second round pick. Houston has a third round pick. There and we go. That third round pick is 67. 67th, and that's going to me. So let's go ahead and start with the earliest pick with the 56th pick in the draft. Awesome. If you're gonna have to change your sheets, you can't go best player available based off your sheet. I guess we're gonna have to go on the the last sheet. We're well, gonna have to go on the no. Travis Etienne sheet. Uh, well, <laughs> speaking of Travis Etienne at 56, I think the Seattle Seahawks might take a guy named Najee Harris. You might have heard of him. He might have been on your board somewhere. He might have been great for the Falcons, but he's gonna go to another bird franchise Not in the, the Seattle Seahawks. Here's why. You got DK Metcalf, who I love, who's my favorite non-Falcons player in the NFL. He's a weapon. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson Russell is Wilpen. a weapon. He's an elite weapon. So what can you do for two elite weapons in the NFL? Get them another elite weapon. Russell Wilson will make life easier for Pete Carroll. He'll make life easier for DK Metcalf. He'll make life easier for Russell Wilson. At 56, that's where I'm going, especially because at 57, that team might also need a running back. And he, I can't give that to him. So, Russell was I mean, Najee Harris at 56 of the Seahawks. That's what I got. Urs. All right, so it's the Rams. Rams just got Matt Stafford. I think their offense is in pretty good situation right now. So, they're going to go defense. They're going to go Justin Hillard from Ohio State, linebacker. What number is that? Man, he is all the way down on 94 in terms of the top four, uh, top 100. Uh, I think I've, I saw him. I, I, I will say, to be honest, out of all the players that I'm seeing on this sheet, he's the only name I do recognize because I did see him in the national championship. Um, and he, he's he's one of those one of those guys that will just be a solid linebacker. He may end up being more potentially more of a special teams contributor, at least towards the beginning of his career. But if all things pan out, if he does, uh, you know, end up, you know, becoming at least a rotational linebacker at this point, it's a good pick. All right. With the 67th pick, Houston Texans select from the University of Georgia slash Wake Forest, Jamie Newman, quarterback. Uh, okay. You don't know what's happening with Deshaun Watson. Why? Tyrod Taylor is there, but it's still Tyrod Taylor. I mean, it's Tyrod Taylor. He's like, been he's been in a few places, which is the point. Exactly. I'm sorry, are you talking about Deshaun Watson or Tyrod Taylor? Deshaun, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. But, yeah, in a non-football context, Deshaun Watson has been in a lot of places. He shouldn't um, but, yes, uh, Jamie Newman will be a Houston Texan in the third round. And the thing is, that's their first pick in the draft. So, Hey, you guys heard it here. This is a draft that's probably not going to happen, but it's entertaining. I, I I would say if you were going to go with a quarterback off the board, I thought you'd go with Kellen Munn from Kellen Texas Munn? So, Kellen Munn, the reason I didn't go Kellen Munn, I feel like Bears are going to take him in the second round. Yeah? Yeah. He's Yeah, he is just, he's shooting up the draft boards right now. I would rather have Jamie Newman than Kellen Munn, though. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather have Jamie Newman in Chicago than Kellen Munn. All right, I just want to end on this if we're going to end here. Nabil, or Ursula, you go first, and Nabil, you can end it, and I'll take it home. So the Falcons, Wait, what? We, know, we know who their first-round pick is going to be. What else are you trying to see them target in the draft? So I think first-round pick, if they stay put, uh, Kyle Pitts, or potentially if they move back, it's going to be a defensive player, probably a cornerback. I want to see them address cornerback or edge, maybe end slash or edge in the first two rounds. The way our draft has fallen, there has been a lot of cornerbacks that are still on the board. You got Caleb Farley from uh, Virginia Tech. Should be a first-round pick. Yep, right. But he's had some injury issues, right? You've got Asante Samuel Jr. Yep, that Early second-round pick. That name might sound familiar, but yes, Deuce Deuce. Deuce Deuce has a son, and he is coming, all, coming Deuce, out Deuce, this year. Deuce Deuce took a deuce. Yep, he's coming out this year. So one of those two, I would see if you're trying to get a cornerback, um, that might be good value uh, right there. But if not, uh, hopefully one of the edge players fall, and you take one of those two positions in the second round. As long as you do that, I think you're in the clear. Mike Davis definitely helps. I'm not taking... Etn or Najee Harris in the second round. That's that's stupid. No, I need to. Yeah, right? we need we need a lot more help on defense than we do at running back. So. Okay, Nabil, if you don't have anything to add on that, what do you think the Bears are going to do with the rest of their draft? So I think they're going to go running back first round, running back second round, running back third round, 
Really? Running back fourth round. Are you bullshitting me? I'm you bullshitting drunk? you. I'm bullshitting Okay, yeah. I was about to say, um, I know we're drunk. Well, honestly, honestly, I ain't that's drunk. bad news for David Montgomery. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. They did go running back in all those rounds. They would not get Travis Etienne because he ain't going to be there. <laughs> Sala. All right. Honestly, like, um, yes, I have them taking a tackle in the first round, but that's based off of them not trading for a tackle already um, or trading up for a quarterback, which I think is uh, more highly possibility. Um, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are on a hot seat, semi-not hot seat. It's weird, but at the same time, they need to bring a quarterback in. If they get a quarterback, they probably buy themselves another two to three years. So they're probably going to trade up. And by them trading up to get a quarterback, they probably won't have a second-round pick. May not even have a third-round pick. So what you're looking at is just quarterback. Um, but all things being equal, let's say they don't do that hypothetically. So let's just take a take. Let's say they take a tackle in the first round. Second round, immediately, we need a corner, obviously. I mean, uh, you just got rid of Kyle Fuller. Caleb Farley sticks out. Asante Samuel Jr., as you said earlier, does stick out. Uh, another big need, I mean, you can't have enough interior defensive linemen. It doesn't matter. Um, there are so many defensive linemen that are available in this draft. I would go through the list right now, but I'm pretty schmammered. Um, and, and that position, well, itself, Ben Cleveland from Georgia. That's a that's a guard. That's an offensive lineman. That okay. that, that position that is one of the most uh, I guess injury prone positions. Exactly because so of you how need much you, you need play, depth. how much how much exposure you have each and every play. So and well, and the last thing I'm going to say is you are about to get rid of Anthony Miller. It's known that he's not going to be a Bear coming in next year. So you're probably going to be looking for a wide receiver. So you might be looking at um, Brown from North Carolina. You might be looking at uh, Jos- Josh Palmer from Tennessee. I don't even know this guy, but he's on my sheet. All I'm saying is a wide receiver might be in play, a corner might be in play. But to be honest, a tackle is the most important thing, and we need a quarterback. Uh, Kellen Mund in the second round is very likely. Jamie Newman in the second round, very likely. Both of these guys have the intangibles, but they just – Jamie Newman didn't play last year. Kellen Mund did, but at the same time, I mean, like, is he going to – is he Dak Prescott? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I'll say – to wrap this up, I'll say by the time you hear this, we may or may not be in Chicago trying to influence the decisions made at Hallis Hall. These very decisions made here. So thank you for listening. Thank you to Mr. Ursline for being here. Thank you to the Bill as always. Thank you to you, the listener, for listening. At Bears, Birds, Brews, hashtag Bears, Birds, Brews. You know where to find us. We'll be watching the NFL draft along with you. Tweet us your thoughts. I'm at still Bears, mad Birds, at the NTN pick. I'm still mad at NTN. Hey, when that ATN pick happens, chug your beer, all right? Hashtag Bears, Birds, Brews, tag us. If that NTN pick happens, tag me and yell at me because that shit ain't happening. At Bears, Birds, Brews. That's where you can find them. See ya.